There's no good way to start this, is there? I mean, I, I thought I was going to die. I still don't know I'm not going to die, but right then it really, really felt like it. I couldn't breathe, I couldn't move or open my eyes or anything, and, and I was pretty sure... I mean, I thought seeing Milo was some kind of, I don't know, last wish? Everything was staticky, and I thought that was it. Then I saw Jude Brogan, so I was pretty sure I was in hell. Oh, rude. Shut up. Anyways, it turns out when you think you're dead, it takes a little longer than normal to be convinced that it's actually not true. Everything is still in pieces in my head. I keep remembering things, but I don't always remember the order they go in. I don't know if that's just from waking up or, or being really scared about it or both. But I'm hoping that talking through it helps put the pieces back together. Besides, that could be a good way to explain it to all of you. I don't know who can hear me right now, and if you can, it probably feels like I'm starting in the middle of the story. Because I kind of am. But we're broadcasting this out to everyone who can hear it as quickly as we can. I don't exactly have time to put together a nice speech. There's no time for the whole story. It's just it's just important that we get some things out there, right? And now I'm not even certain where to start. How about? Okay then. I hit Milo Nielsen with a stick and then everything cut out. Before I could say anything, before I could even think hard about how that was him, all I wanted was to tell him I missed him, or yell at him, or both, but then he was gone, and I was gone, and Jude was there instead. I still couldn't breathe. Again, hell. Again, I don't think that's very fair. So, Jude Brogan kind of saved my life, but right then, I could have hit him. I'm a little sad that I didn't. Oh, come on, Jude, it's just a joke. Mostly. I couldn't have hit anyone right then, even if I wanted to. I couldn't even move my arms. I was trapped watching Jude, and then when I could move, I just... I had to process things. I remember way back when I didn't know any of this, and I boarded that empty ship. We found the crew in the walls. That feels like a bad dream now, too. But I remember the moment when I realized they were wrapped up in some kind of webs. Something a real, live creature made. I was scared out of my mind. Yeah, so it turns out that when you're wrapped up in webs like that, it's a whole lot scarier. You know that no one knows what you're talking about right now. And don't forget the part where- I'm getting to that. I wanted to scream, but I couldn't. I just had to lay there, all tied up, and wait for Jude to cut me free. He sent Ender, our, my, ship, after my pod. He found me like that, all wrapped up, and dragged me back to the ship. He did some other things, too, but I missed that part, and I'll get to it later. So right now, all I know is that I woke up staring at some infirmary walls and thinking about how I shouldn't be back here already. I barely even heard him talking about how we had to get moving and get out of there. 
could barely think at all. I should have felt relieved about being rescued. All, all I could think was that I was angry at him. I was angry because I was about to see Milo again, and Jude woke me up. And then you started yelling at me. And then I started yelling at Jude. I don't, I don't remember all of what I said, but I wanted him to let me go back. Wherever I was, wherever I'd just been, I, I wanted him to tell me where Milo was. I wanted all the answers. I knew they were all right there, so close, and all he could do was stare at me like I was a total idiot, like I'd actually been dead. He didn't look like he cared about the yelling at all. He told me we just had to move. But, you know, I guess yelling at me was more important than... I told you to make your own report. Just let me finish this stupid... (sighs) Okay, anyways... This isn't the time to be mad at Jude. This is the time to tell you what happened. Where we were. <sighs> Hi guys. I don't know if you remember me, by the way, but I'm Trish Odessa. This is the worst broadcast I've ever heard. This is what we've got right now. Anyway, there we were. Noises, faint, on the other side of the ship walls, but definitely there. And I've never heard sirens like that before. Not even in past emergencies. That, and Jude yelling at me that we had to go right now. It was a lot. I wanted to stay where I was and go back to sleep. I wanted to see Milo again. I wanted to be anywhere but right there. I wanted to know where I'd just been, and I I thought I had to get back. So I asked Jude again, but he kept pulling on my arm, which hurt, by the way, and trying to get me up. He wouldn't stop talking about how we had to go and move right now and some other things I couldn't hear because we were moving through the ship and out through... There's a big hole in the side of Ender. I don't know if someone cut through to get out or if it was caused in the crash. I just remember stumbling out of it and realizing that we shouldn't be where we were. Ships don't land at the Institute they dock at the station above it, so staring right at the building where I took all my classes was weird to start with. If you're part of the Ender crew, you've probably heard this from us so you know, but for everyone else, Jude crashed the Ender right by the Institute, risked everyone's lives just so he could get there fast. There's a distress signal, I don't know if you've heard it too, but he knew he had to get there, and he was right, I guess. Something was really wrong. Jude likes to remind me that I was panicking. I want to remind him that he's lucky I didn't pass out and fall over on him. One second, I was seeing Milo, and the next, I was standing outside my crashed ship and looking at a place I hadn't seen in months, and wasn't really supposed to see, ever again. The real, actual institute. You know that moment when you land there for the first time and you see it? The place where you're going to spend your life until you graduate? It's a weird feeling. It's all this nervousness and excitement and you think it's going to be something great. But it's just this blockish building with a lot of white walls, right? On a planet that's mostly forest. It doesn't look all that important at all. 
That's how I felt landing on it the second time. Or crash landing, which I guess is what I did. I felt nervous and I felt a little bit excited. I knew Mila was alive. I knew some things about the Institute that I didn't know before. I could hear the alarms, which was bad news, but I could also hear the rest of you behind me, the whole Ender crew. I'm not a captain. I'm no good at it, and I shouldn't be in charge. You almost killed me, after all. Not that I blame you for that. Right then, though, I felt pretty in charge. I was the only one who had hit one of those things with the stick. I was the only one who had seen one of those things, probably. I'd found Milo, and I had a little bit of an idea of what I could do to get him back. You really don't have to be that dramatic about it. And anyway, you didn't know. I had to tell you. Jude had to tell me some of it, but still. We had to do some creative shooting to get into the Institute, and we came in through a window, not the door. But we made it into one of the classrooms. I've been there a thousand times with Milo or with the other students. And this is probably the first time I wasn't bored being there. Not that I thought of any of that right then. I was too busy trying to figure out what was going on and why there were so many sirens. I was also trying to figure out what we're going to do, which is when Jude decided to start running out of the room and down the hallway without telling me anything about it. You wouldn't have listened to me. I could hear our crew behind us, but to be honest, I wasn't thinking about you right then. I was kind of busy following Jude. Wherever he was going, he was going with a purpose. Jude doesn't try that hard. If he's moving that fast, he's probably doing it for a reason. So instead of thinking about anything, I followed him. Smart move. Are you going to shut up and let me talk? Do you have to keep bullying him? Why are you here too? Why is everyone in here? Do you all have to gang up on me? Be nice. Shut up, Milo. I'm just trying to finish this stupid thing. What she means is, thank you, Milo, for being nice to Jude when no one else appreciates him. Even though he's the one who rescued you and should get all of the credit for it. I haven't even gotten there yet. Get out, both of you. I'm gonna have to cut out all of this. It's gonna be like the worst report anyone has ever heard. No one is gonna take it seriously. This is serious. Get out. Okay. Continuing the totally professional record and pretending like both of you aren't sitting there staring at me from the corner. This is my story and I'm going to finish it. (sighs) We ended up in the girls' dorms, which means we ended up walking down my hallway. The hallway I used to laugh in with some of the other girls, even though it was way too late for us to be up and laughing. The hallway I walked down in the middle of the night. We walked right up to the doors I saw Milo's words through that night when I didn't know what any of this meant. The doors were open this time, and the lights were on. The wall was blank. You wouldn't even think he'd written on it at all, or that there had been blood dripping down. We walked through, and it wasn't just Milo who was missing this time. No one's at the Institute. There should be teachers there, there should be students, a a lot of students. All of you know that. 
It's not just us who left for the project. There's all the kids in the years below us getting ready for their year of the project. There's all the kids who just got to the Institute and don't know about any of this. They're 12, some of them. They don't know anything at all. None of them were part of this. The alarms were going, but no one was there except for me and Jude and the Ender crew. Oh. And Milo. This was my idea. Just let me talk for two seconds. Okay, as long as everyone knows that it was my idea. And I knew the entire time, and no one else did. Okay, fine. It was your idea. Happy? Now shut up. Ignore him. He's getting ahead of himself, and he's being smug about it, too. I'm trying not to think about how he was the person who knew this whole time. Sorry about that, by the way. They've tried to tell me all the details, both of them, about how they came up with this grand plan once Milo started to figure out what was really going on. They've explained how the Institute never found out, even though Milo's been at the Institute this whole time. Except, he's also been there. On that purple planet that isn't a dream. It's real, but it's... Listen, I don't get it either, okay? It's all a blur to me. I'm still figuring it out. You know, it's not actually that hard. It's just a whole dimension pocket thing. This, again, you're messing all of this up. And it's too complicated. The point is, Milo has been at the Institute this whole time. Sort of. His body's been wrapped up in those creepy webs, and he's been... Shoved into a supply closet on the third floor. After I got him away from the Institute, and they thought his body was dead. Shoved into a supply closet on the third floor, which they got away with because... People don't look in the back of supply closets on the third floor. It's... I don't even know what it is. It's ridiculous. It's laughable. It sounds like a joke. It's been several months, and this whole time Milo's just been wrapped up in spider webs in a closet right above my head. When I thought the Institute took him, or hurt him, or killed him... For the record, they did hurt me. And I haven't been in that supply closet the whole time. Just... Just your body. I know. Apparently... However... However that works. He explained this whole thing earlier. Well... I'm not going to try and explain it to other people. Anyways, Jude. He goes to this closet, in the empty institute, and he... Well, we have to cut Milo out. And Milo's awake now, because I kind of hit him with a stick, and whatever happened, happened. Well, our consciousnesses went right back into our bodies. I feel like you still don't understand this. I do too. I just... I feel like you don't. How do you want me to explain it to the Ender crew then, Milo? He's actually been in another dimension this whole time, you know, just hanging out with another species. Being held prisoner and trying to avoid helping them cross over into our universe. Not telling me where he went. Figuring out how they work and, you know, trying to stop all them from invading us. Which didn't work so well, did it? Hey, to be fair, not all of them slipped over here. They can only come through one at a time, and they have to inhabit these other bodies they made. Hence the creepy crawlies. You know what? Shut up. This is my story, and I get to tell it, so you can just shush, okay? This is fine. 
were professional. So, if you're believing what Milo's saying, and it makes any kind of sense to you, the Institute isn't us, and they aren't from here. You know how we always thought that we were alone here? Even when we started to explore space, and we just found nothing? Well, we were right about that. This dimension is just humanity. But we're a little less alone now. Something's found its way over from somewhere else. I still don't understand all of it. None of us do, but... There's a whole different something out there, and it's finding its way to us. Right now, all it can do is get into these creatures, and they can only get in from their dimension little by little, one by one, squirming into our ships and our institutes, which is why they need our help. A school for geniuses is a good way to do that, I guess. You get a bunch of really smart kids together, you find the smartest ones, and you use them for whatever you want. You use them to help you figure out how to get from your dimension to ours properly so you can take over the way you'd like. And sometimes these creatures, they take you over there. Or just your mind or your consciousness, something like that. It's it's a whole different... You know what? I don't get it. The point is, it's bad, and it's getting worse. Milo was in both places at once, and for a little bit, I was too. And that whole crew we found in the walls? I don't know, it's something about the webs, but they were there too. These, these things, they've been experimenting with getting us over there, I guess. They've been traveling back and forth more and more. And Milo thinks... Milo knows? Okay, he knows that they're all coming over soon. And they don't need our help anymore. About that. What? I maybe sort of help them with that. You... I was over there for a while, alright? It was... It was confusing. It was... I don't... I don't remember most of it. And they... It it wasn't good, okay? Just listen... I don't think I had much of a choice, but they know now. And that's... that's my fault. You're serious. He sounds pretty serious. Well, they're probably here by now. All of them. A whole world of those... things. You know what? They probably need a name. But, never mind. That's not the point. The point is, they're here. And I don't know what they want. But it's not good. For any of us. That's... Also... They can... Don't. Don't finish that. Don't. (sighs) Wow. Okay. You didn't... When was there a good time to mention it? It's been like an hour. So everyone missing. All the students. No idea. But... Probably. Yes. And we can... Hit him with sticks, probably. You know what? You can stop talking right now. Right. So that's... Well, you heard it. You're all back at the ship now, and we're sitting here on the floor like a bunch of idiots trying to figure out what to tell you. 
And now we have to tell you that there's this whole thing coming, or already here, and that the things in the walls right behind you are all here, all coming. The other students in the project, they're probably still out there, and they don't, they don't know. We know, and, and now you do, because we're telling you, but I don't even know if you're going to believe us. I don't know if I believe us. I don't know if this is real. Okay. It's a lot. And it's not the way it should be. This is fine. This is gonna be fine. We're gonna fix this. Somehow we're gonna fix this. And we have to right away. We have to find... Oh my gosh. We can fix this. This is fine. Guys, can I have a second? I just... So this is kind of a lot. I don't even know why I'm not turning the record off. All of you, all of you out there, part of the project. We're gonna try and send this to you, right? Because we'll need your help because everyone needs to know and we don't have any time, so now you're all gonna get to hear me talk about how scared I am, I guess. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do any of it. I thought I was gonna find Milo and Milo was right here the whole time. I was just going further away. Do you know how stupid that feels? And not just that, but I've been... I've been outside my body, that's weird. I've been somewhere else and not connected to myself at all. It hasn't been long enough for all of that to happen. I'm just a stupid kid still who can't even be a captain without screwing it up and becoming a fugitive. I bet my mom would be really proud. I don't know if we're all gonna die or not. I don't know if I'm the one who should be handling this. Milo's here now, isn't he? I always hoped he would just take care of this whole thing. I don't know. It was a stupid thing to think, but I thought it would be over then. I'd get Milo back, we'd all laugh it off, go home, something like that. I don't want to think about this kind of thing. If I could even imagine this kind of thing, which doesn't seem possible. Now I'm just gonna sit here. I've got to get back to the rest of the crew, get them off this planet, and think up some kind of plan. We aren't gonna sit here while something this dangerous seeps into our world. We can do something about it. We're a whole fleet, basically. I wonder if the Institute thought about that, arming a bunch of dumb kids who might find out they're being used. I don't think they did. It's too ridiculous to be believed. But here we are. All of you out there listening to me, being stupid after explaining all of this, you're waiting for some kind of plan. You're waiting to hear what you're supposed to do about all of this. I'd love to tell you that Milo Nielsen is back and he's in charge of all of it, like he's supposed to be, but Milo... Milo... 
isn't... He's... He's not okay. He won't look anyone in the eye, and whatever happened to him... They hurt him. You can't see it on the body that's been locked in a supply closet this whole time, but... He won't look me in the eyes. He used to laugh a lot. He hasn't laughed once since we pulled him out. He's... He's scared, and he doesn't know what to do. He would have said it by now, come up with some grand plan and gotten all of you involved, but you just heard him. That's not Milo. That's not the way he's supposed to be. Jude's basically useless, we all know that. Which kind of leaves... me. So... Here's the thing about me. I'm not a genius. I don't understand what we're up against. I'm not even as strong as Jude, and all I've ever done with a gun is try really hard not to miss horribly. I was only in that place for a few hours, and since I started the project, I've done nothing but run away from things. But I have hit one of those things with a stick. Hard. I did hit Milo too, but that's not important right now. Okay. Okay, this is... this is really stupid. This is really crazy, but we have to do something. Milo isn't the captor of the Ender right now. I am. Milo doesn't know them as well as I do. He hasn't explored empty ships with them, and been in danger with them, and argued with them. Right now, all you've got is me and not much of a plan, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't fight back. It doesn't mean I can't do anything at all. We have to do something. Right after this, Jude is going to try to use the Institute Towers to get this broadcast to all of you. Wherever you are out there. Now you know what's going on. You've got the answers we've got. And, I guess, I want you all to come back here if you can. We can work on planes then. We can fight them. And you should probably hurry, because an alien swarm just slipped out of their dimension into ours, and they probably want to destroy all of us. But the thing is, they also trained us. They gave us the chance to start to live this out already. That's not going to go well for them. I'm gonna go find a bigger stick, and I'm gonna tell Milo the plan. Again, this is Captain Trish Odessa. Hurry. Bright Eyes is written and produced by Amy Meester. You can follow her on Twitter at the Amy Meester. The voice of Captain Trish Odessa is Sydney Fontaine. You can find her on Twitter at Sydney Fontaine. The voice of Milo Nielsen is Wyatt Hammond. You can find him on Twitter at StoneGrump14. The voice of Jude Brogan is Cyrus Fontaine. You can find him on Twitter at Cyrus Fontaine. Original soundtrack also by Cyrus Fontaine. You can find the original soundtrack as well as Cyrus's other work at cyrusfontaine.bandcamp.com. To find more info on the podcast and its creators, visit us on the web at brighteyespodcast.wixsite.com forward slash bright eyes. On behalf of the entire Bright Eyes team, Amy, Sydney, Wyatt, Carly, Joshua, and myself, thank you for listening.